Every now and then a case comes along, a trial, a trial that captivates everyone. Not so much because of the subject matter, but because of the individuals involved. O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson was an interesting case because it was O.J. Simpson. But as it developed, you started to learn the personalities of the people involved, the witnesses, the hijinks, the shenanigans, the absolute nonsense that is spewed and sprayed and billowed by a variety of those individuals involved in this endeavor. Fanny Willis, don't give me that funny crap. Fanny Willis, Fanny be tender with my love. You know how easy it is to hurt me. I think uh, the BG said it best. Fanny Willis is a joke, a consummate joke. She is a joke like the housewives of New Jersey's are a joke. She is a how uh, a joke like the uh, remember mob wives uh, these bigger than life characters these these people that you cannot believe and what happens is because and I want to say this because they are black because they are in positions of authority and are black because there might be viewed a paucity, a de minimis number of, of women in particular, black women in positions, people are going to say that they're making fun of her or they're mocking her because she's black, that it's a race car, that it's a race. Now, you know and I know that this has nothing to do with race. If a if an Asian woman, a Caucasian woman, a European woman, a Romanian, a Bulgarian, a Russian, an Italian had the unmitigated audacity and the arrogance of Fanny Willis, it'd be the same thing. Let me make sure you understand this. This is not about race. Fanny Willis is a joke, a bad joke. Now, let me also tell you something. This is the one you've really got to watch, but it's being overplayed because it's in a different context. It's not in a courtroom. But the joke of jokes of jokes of jokes is the Illinois uh, mayor of Dalton, uh, uh, Dalton, Illinois, Tiffany Henyard. We'll we'll talk about that one. This again, a black woman. Again, they're going to say, "Oh, here you go again." No, 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 no. Remember, as we say in the South, that dog don't hunt. We're not gonna. We're not gonna. We're not gonna even even dignify this but but j- just so that you know this you know how it works in our culture today when you want to get out of something when you want to apportion blame you say this is about sex or gender or uh, race or don't ever answer the question oh no no it's not about the fact that i'm a dumbass 
It's not because of, you know, uh, 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 Fannie Willis being just the, the most contemptible, arrogant, arrogant, this harpy. Oh, it's a woman. Yes, yes, that's a word for a woman. Yes, correct. So are you misogynistic? No, no, that doesn't work. This is a joke. So sit back, get ready, because not only am I going to critique more of the players involved, but in some of the some of the commentary that has been made, which I think is even sometimes more contemptible and laughable than the actual testimony of which they are commenting on. Subscribe to the channel. But first, listen to our sponsor. Well, as if one pandemic wasn't enough, New York City's health commissioner has been waving the white flag. Biden's non-existent border policies are producing contagious diseases not seen in decades. The two and a half million recorded migrant encounters at the U.S.-Mexico border alone in 2023 represent a new all-time high. And it's getting worse as we actively watch the escalating border standoff between Texas and the federal government. These illegal immigrants come from 160 countries, many if not most, with terrible health care standards. This is driving a resurgence of rare diseases and bringing about new ones. That's where the wellness company's medical emergency kit comes in. This kit contains emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics, eight life-saving medications, including amoxicillin, z and others, that since 2020 weren't even allowed to be talked about. Can you say ivermectin? All of this to keep on hand in case of emergencies, along with a guidebook detailing instructions for safe use. In a time when many Americans say they would avoid a doctor or hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation, the Wellness Company's medical emergency kit provides a solution. The Wellness Company is home to Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Drew Pinsky, and truth-telling doctors who are rooted in their commitment to building a parallel healthcare system and empowering you to take control of your health. Be prepared for the unexpected. Go to twc.health slash Lionel and grab your medical emergency kit right now. That's twc.health slash Lionel. Use promo code Lionel and save 15% at checkout. Don't wait until it's too late. Take control of your health with the Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit. And these kits are only available in the USA. Now, let me ask you a question. Let me make sure we understand this, because as I am seeing, everybody is all over the place as to what this case is about. I, I'm i not going to mention other, other commentators. Everybody's entitled to this. This is beautiful. This is just absolutely low-hanging fruit. This is this is what YouTube in particular is all about. Okay. But one of my favorite ones is Austin Dabney. Now I'm not one. I'm not one to overly be overly critical of fashion. Fashion is a very interesting thing. There was a guy years ago, Bobby Lee Cook. He was a wonderful, wonderful, oh my God, he was a great lawyer. He was the inspiration for Matlock. Had kind of like a like a, a southern kind of like, you know, the, the goatee, but looked, I mean, just racehorse Haynes and 
all these others. My favorite Dabney, excuse me, Austin Dabney. This guy shows up wearing a, a man bun, like a like a poof, like a little like a little chia pet, kind of a a little hair thing. Now, far be it from me, I'm thinking you're some sometimes when when lawyers go out of the way, there have been lawyers, for example, radical lawyers with the long hair and the ponytail. And that might work maybe in San Francisco or other places, but other jurisdictions say this guy's a freak. And I always wonder, isn't that interesting? I never thought I would ever see. I, I guess it's possible. It's okay. This a man bun in court. I, I just imagine Austin Dabney, who by the way is, is not he 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 was he was a, a member of the firm, the Wade firm. Uh, uh, there's this. Why do I say this? There's. I'm just going to this veritable rogues gallery. This wonderful, this who's who of folks. I like attorney, special prosecutor Anna Cross. Oh, look at this one, uh, Fanny. Uh, Anna Cross is one of the special prosecutors hired by Willis by Fanny Willis. She's white lady in an address at Atlanta's oldest black church. What does this have to do with anything? What does her appearance at a black church have to do with it? It's a free country. You could do whatever you want, but you see where this is going? This is civil rights. This isn't about Fannie Willis. This is about they're going after a, a powerful black woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've heard this before. I can write the script for you. She also says that we're, um, they, uh, uh, they, fi- they hired her, John Floyd, and Nathan Wade with the other two prosecutors. In an address at Atlanta's oldest black church on January 14th, Willis remarked that only the black prosecutor in the case has come under attack. Let me ask you a question. Why do you think Nathan Wade, I, I, I would imagine she's only talking about, she's talking about Nathan Wade. Why do you think Nathan Wade has come under attack? Which leads me to my one question. Do you know what this is really about? I don't think so. Do you, do you really? And you got to hit that like button. And you got to subscribe. You got to subscribe. But you better subscribe. Need those. subscribe. What do you think this is about? Again, I take a more, I, I'm more tutorial. I'm, I'm more didactic. I'm more of the teacher. I'm more of the professor. And I don't say, I, or the skipper, it depends on what No, I'm, I'm, I like to slow things down and say, well, we'll make fun of things and people. The man bun, the chia pet man bun, I think is interesting. But what is this about? What is this about? What do you think? What is this really about? Is this about race? Is this about race? Yes or no? Come on, answer my question. Is this about race? Are they just going after this black empowered woman? Ah, she might be a little arrogant. She might be a little bit. I mean, but so what? There are other arrogant people. Alan Dershowitz is arrogant. Alan Dershowitz is as arrogant as you can get. Alan Dershowitz is not only arrogant, he's very good, very famous, but he's he's an egomaniac. He thinks he is the smartest thing that has ever, ever walked this planet. He's the best lawyer, the smartest lawyer. 
He's represented everybody, Jesus Christ, Julius Caesar, you name it. He is the smartest, the best, the wisest, the most interesting, the most fascinating, the most celebrity. He, everything that anybody's ever said, Alan Dershowitz said first. Everything. Everything. He wrote that. Shaving a haircut, he wrote that. My Sharona, he wrote that. Give me liberty or liberty, he wrote that. Four score and seven, he wrote that. Alan Dershowitz is God's gift to mankind. Okay, he's not the, he's the first. F. Lee Bailey, arrogant. Johnny Cochran, nicest man you will ever meet in your life. Bless his heart. So, so do you think this is about her being black? Do you think this is about her being black? Do you? Somebody brought up a good uh, a story. Do you think, I, I don't know this. That's a very good point. Was Fanny Willis part of the Soros agenda? I, I don't know. You know, I never thought about it. What do you think this is about? What do you think so? It's her behavior? No. What is this about? What is this about? Because my thing is, if I ever meet you and we ever talk about something, the first thing I always tell you in Iraq, issue rule analysis conclusion, the the classic law school critical thinking way is, what's the issue? What's the issue here? What is this about? Money? No. Pride? No. She's not equipped for the job? Nope. Hiding money? No. Distraction? Nope. Ethics? Could you be more specific? He didn't invent the internet? Okay. Stealing in her mouth? No. I think it's about narcissism. No. What is no? I'm 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 very surprised. Fanny's behavior on intellectual issues? No. Legitimacy of the court system? No. No. This is a very, 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 very interesting, interesting question. She's attacking Trump. Um, I don't know what that means, attacking. Conflict of interest, judge worked for Fanny four years. Uh no, Trump, no. I think she got paid to get Trump. It didn't work. No, power, no. Fanny's body language reveals deception. No, I'm very surprised. I am very surprised here. You don't know what this is about. Why is she, why are we talking about her relationship with Mr. Wade? Why did this case stop? Why did the prosecution of this racketeering case Stop, and why are we talking about this? Why? Judges like, forget about the judge being under, the judge is not being disqualified. The judge is not being, entitlement, no. No, what is this about? And we're going to continue this. This is not about that. If she's ethical, what does that mean? No, because she's losing the case and they need a distraction. No, because she lied under oath. No, lied about what? Because she lied to the court. No, she's a, <laughs> this is fascinating. What is she there for? What difference does it make? Do you know that, uh, uh, 
Ashley Merchant is appearing in court with her husband. Ashley Merchant is a lawyer with her husband. They're together, co-counsel. What's wrong with that? Hang on, because she was misusing funds to pay her boyfriend? Okay. Now we're getting there. She was the only one willing to take the Trump case against Trump? No, 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 no. Are you kidding? They're not going after Alvin Bragg. They're not going after Letitia James. They're not going after Judge Engeron. They're not going after uh, Smith. No. No. Let me explain this to you. The question became, first of all, this. She is, and remember, the question you've got to ask is, let's say you represent Trump. You represent Donald Trump. And you're saying, let's assume that Fannie Wilson is involved in some kind of behavior. How does this affect negatively Donald Trump? Well, the first question you got to ask is very simply this. What were the, who is Mr. Wade? It appears that there may be a conflict of interest here regarding prosecutors. Now, that may or may not affect this case. Now, remember, the bottom line is this, and I want you to be, be very, 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 very careful. I want you to, to understand something. How does this affect Donald Trump? This is not a bar grievance. This is not an ethical grievance. This is not a trial about her, per se, or her sex life, or love life, or her financial. The question is, should she, and really her office, be disqualified for reasons that, for what is being said? She apparently hired her lover, level number one, hired her lover, which, okay, incompetent, okay, Um, remember, you got to ask yourself, how does this affect Donald Trump? May I stop right now? Do you understand something? That this is, this might be one of the, well, let let, let me rephrase this. I might want to ask Donald Trump. Now, listen, this might be the best thing you've ever had going for you. They're going to end up giving this case to somebody else. Do you want a good prosecutor or do you want Fannie Wilson? Because what you're doing, what you're doing now, believe it or not, is you're basically saying, hey, what? No, no. We want a new prosecutor. You sure about this? You sure? You've got some of the most incompetent people handling one of the most complicated a racketeering cases, predicate acts. And to be able to explain it, nobody wants it. Nobody wants this dog. Nobody wants this piece of dog crap. Nobody wants it. So President Trump, you sure about this? You sure about this? It's like whenever you do a motion to recuse, normally what, what used to be the rule is when you want to recuse a judge and you're claiming some kind of you know conflict or whatever it is, <clears throat> the rule used to be as long as your initial motion was correct on its face, as long as it's correct and you satisfy the the uh, statutory or the rule provisions within the four corners of the motion, it would be granted. 
They would say, okay, you don't have to prove anything. Now, this is in some jurisdictions. You just say, I'm telling you, this judge is no good. Okay, let's throw it into the pool. Now, the next one you get, you're stuck with. So you got to ask. So I'm going to say, President Trump, you might want her. Pray to God she's in the courtroom. Now, probably she wouldn't be. Like Letitia James, Letitia James is not trying the case. She is the New York Attorney General that was involved in this debacle against President Trump involving Judge Enger, the $350, $400 million, you know, whatever it was. Letitia James was the Attorney General. She's just in the courtroom. She's just sitting there. She has her assistants doing it. So if this case were to go to trial, I doubted that Fanny herself will be calling witnesses and that sort of thing. But you got to be asking. This is going to be this is the most incompetent office anybody's ever seen. The next one, so they could say, "Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to disqualify this office, and I'm going to grant your motion, uh, President Trump and his counsel, and you, uh, we're going to send it to uh, DeKalb County or Cobb County or whatever county." They got a real good prosecutor there. Now, of course, remember, if they were to do this, the prosecutor of a new prosecutor may say, I don't want this piece of garbage. This is a lousy case. I don't want this. I would have never brought racketeering. Okay. Anybody want this piece of shit? Pardon my French. No. You sure? That's the funny part. Let's assume they they dismiss it, or that dismisses. Let's assume they grant the motion to say, there's just too much of a conflict, too much problem. I'm going to send it. We're not going to dismiss the case. Remember, Judge McAfee's not going to dismiss it. He's not going to say there's no, there is probable cause. There's They've apparently withstood the initial challenges, motions to dismiss and the like. He's not, he's not going to, he's not going to get rid of it. Not going to get rid of the case. But he could disqualify this office. What if nobody wants it? So, remember, anytime you gum up the works, it's great. And it goes back to, way to go, Fanny. Now, the question is, when she hired her lover, her paramour, initially, we'll get to the lies later on, but initially, he was not uh, qualified. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you have to be qualified to be a prosecutor. That's something that the Fulton County electorate should worry about. That's what the voters of Fulton County should worry about. Not That's not a legal reason. Excuse me, Your Honor. I move to dismiss. Why? Well, this guy's no good. I'll take a no good prosecutor. Oh, give me somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. Please. Please. Give me somebody who does not know what they're doing. But the idea is that is you hired him, and since she and he are now really on the public dole and really involving themselves in this case, and she's hiring all of these friends of hers and people to, you know, well, at least the allegations are. Maybe they're extending this. Maybe they're actually perpetuating this case. Not, and, I, and I, this is this is kind of a weird, uh, and I'm going to tell you something in a moment that may surprise you. It's kind of a tenuous argument. But the idea is that maybe they're just doing this just so that they can make more money. This guy's made, what, almost $700,000? Uh, 
that, that I'm put it this way. They, they've had to split it. I mean, th- this, this is a story that gets even better. Edie Crowley says the pot calling the kettle black, no pun intended. Uh, perhaps Edie, perhaps, but here, here's the thing. What happened was assuming you had not these lying, mendacious, stupid, immature, arrogant a-holes, this, 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 these, just these, these, uh, these uh, viragos. Let me give you the definition. I don't want to ruin this because I love the word virago. A virago is a, a woman who demonstrates uh, abundant masculine virtue. Well, that's not the, that, that's one. It's a loud, overbearing woman, a termagant. It it actually means a woman of great stature, uh, strength, and courage. But a termagant, a termagant is an overbearing, shrewish, a shrew. This is a what of a, a nagging, ill-tempered, scolding woman, isn't it? Oh, don't you love these? Now, there, I'm, I'm, I'm sure this kind of shows you a certain certain degree of of sexism. I think in in the lexicon. And there are men who are just as bad. But there are so many great women. Virago, Miratrix, uh, 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 that's more of a prostitute. That doesn't apply here. But uh, uh, a, a Malkin. Like, remember Michelle Malkin? Remember her? I don't know where she went. She just, she just fell off the earth. Malkin, remember Michelle Malkin? Uh, I got. I I got to read. I want to read the definition so you don't think I'm just making it up. A Malkin is a cat or a hare, an untidy woman. A slattern also means untidy, slovenly woman. A slut, a prostitute. This 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 word, uh, slut. It's like everything. There's so many words. That describe these ill-tempered, mean, scolding, shrewish women. And then there's Fanny Willis. But Tiffany Henyard is the best. They're going to lose. This is the mayor of Dalton, Illinois. Super mayor. They're going to lose their police cars because they haven't paid the lease on their police cars. She actually was going to shut down businesses who didn't contribute to her campaign. I mean, this is this is like Al Capone. You can't believe this. In any other time, she would be the number one, because you put it this way, she makes Fannie Willis look like Eleanor Roosevelt or Jean Kirkpatrick in terms of demeanor. Oh, 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 Tiffany. Oh, man. Tiffany is a dream. In the battle for, because we can only pay attention to one case at a time, Tiffany's got to take a back seat. But the idea, and I think it's very, 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 very scant. Had this been a regular guy, not lying on his divorce, had had uh, Fannie Willis kind of been like just a regular sort of a, okay. Somebody like uh, Elise Stefanik, you know, somebody just a regular, or somebody like, like um, Merchant, Ashley Merchant, or one of those others. 
they would say, well, she hired her boyfriend. He's not the most, you know, talented. But we can't dismiss a case or move it just because we disagree with the hiring practices of a district attorney's office. So, but no, that's not what happened. It fell apart. Because she said, excuse me, do you have a, ta- a target on me? No, here, let me see this. Let me, let me, let me, let me, do you have a, do you see the target on me now? No, let me make the target bigger. Let me make this about me. Let me take the case that nobody, again, Letitia James, a, a strong black woman, very competent, very smart, very measured. You ever seen Letitia James? She talks like this. It's like, reminds remind me of, uh, I can't, like Tina Turner. We're going to take the beginning of the song and start off nice and easy because we never, ever, ever do anything nice and easy. That's Letitia James. She talks very, very good. Never loses her cool. Very professional. Very everything's worth it. She's fine. She doesn't do it. Alvin Bright, black man, doesn't do it. Uh, Judge, what's his name? Smith. He's a the 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 uh, white. Probably you don't even hear from him at all. Uh, so there's all kinds of people. There's no there's nobody else in in any anybody. No no. There's no anybody in any other judge or lawyer or prosecutor. Who's like this? Fannie Willis is on her own. She reminds me again of one of these airport Karens, one of these people who's going to just jump over the seat and grab like a, you know, pulling hair or something. Because she's into this, like this street mentality, like, you know, like this, this gangster tough and, you know, you're lying, you're lying. Sitting back, I mean, I can't believe it. This is when they said, okay, now we're burrowing it. And Wade is like saying, I just want to get out of here. Excuse me. Yes. Um, pardon me. Yeah. I just want to get out of here. I'm not the smartest man in the world. I really, I really don't want to be a part of this. Uh I I I don't I really I really uh I thought maybe it would help me. I don't know. Uh I'm not really sure. Uh uh, remember this one of Nathan White? He said he had prostate cancer. He's just, uh, uh, you know, um, look at this one. She talks about this. This is also, and this, this is so ridiculous. This is so ridiculous. She says, they said that, she said that the, the end of her relationship with Special Prosecutor Nathan Wade had nothing to do with the timing of the indictments of it. So they, they fell apart. This guy's got cancer. He's got treatment for prostate cancer. I don't know what the hell's going on. And the father, remember the, the father gets on this day. Oh, he's terrific. He's talking about, it's a black thing. It's a, it's a, it's a black thing. Uh, you don't understand this. I, it's it's one of the. I I told my daughter to to save cash. Always keep cash. Remember this story. Remember remember this story. This is this is one of the best. I have these. I have this wonderful list. 
because the the keeping track of the Anna Cross, she's also she's a special John Floyd the third. Yes, you see, one time I was in I was at Harvard. I was at Harvard. Did I tell you that? Yeah, I was at Harvard. Why? I don't know. And 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 Fani might have been. She was, you know, she was, she was, she was uh, uh, young, three. Young, I was with her and her mother, and 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 we were at a restaurant, and the bill was like nine seventy five. So I had an American Express, okay, and they didn't take it. And then I had a Visa card. They didn't take it. And I had traveler's checks. They call them traveler's checks. Did you know that? They, they probably don't have drivers. Get, get on with it, Mr. Floyd. And they didn't take the traveler's check. So I, I, I had $10. And I, so I told my, and I'll never forget that. And I told my daughter, you make sure you have cash. And I even got her a safe. I even got her a safe. This is, I mean, this like, where is this going? And Nathan Wade is thinking, oh, shit. Now they know I get cancer. I'm impotent. Uh, this, my wife, I'm lying. I got this. Now she's going to just eat me alive in divorce court. Oh, my God. Wait till we go to that one. And that and that divorce court judge is going to say, well, Mr. Wade, yeah, fast and loose with the facts, are we? Yeah. What was that about? Where, remember that document you signed? Where you said you had not had any sex. Well, you, no, Your Honor. You see, you know, no, no, no. You see, Your Honor, what happened? What happened was, uh, I no, no. I, you see, I didn't. I don't think I had. Well, I don't consider myself married. They're still married. Nathan Wade and his wife are still married. I mean, like, what is this? This is this this is this is like you know, uh, well. Mr. Mr. Uh, uh, John uh, Jelaine says, where did the Fannie trial come from all of a sudden? Well, that's that's exactly right. And David Mack, by the way, new member, David Mack. Thank you, David. Welcome aboard, my friend. See, that's the whole thing. This started from, and I don't think anybody even thought it would end up like this. They said, listen, we got a deal right now where we got Nathan Wade, the special prosecutor, and everything. And, and Fanny are, you know, doing doing the nasty. And, uh, you know, maybe, you know what, let's let's throw it up, see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll do the best we can. And, and maybe, you know, who knew it would fall apart like this? Stand by for a second, my friend. Stand by. Because we have to talk about something which is also very, 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 very critical. It's called pestilence, famine. It's called emergency food. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about a very serious subject, emergency food. That's right, emergency food. I know, I know. At first blush, it's difficult for for most people to think about something that they just take for granted ever reaching emergency status. We're used to stores always being open, deliveries always made, no supply chain disasters, no ransomware catastrophes, none of that stuff. Nothing shutting down our gas stations, right? No trucking strikes, no war, no protests from farmers. Nothing catastrophic in terms of weather. Nope, that can't happen to us. Uh Uh-uh. And I understand it's a defense mechanism that we have because the idea of ever not being able to eat or locate food is seemingly incomprehensible. Well, it's not. That's why it's time for you to go to my site, preparewithlionel.com. Preparewithlionel.com has the deal of deals for you. 
I'll take it as a, as a starter set. You've been putting off emergency food for too long. Some people still have a thing about prepping as though preparing for emergency is foolish. Now, right now, you can save $60 on a four-week emergency supply kit. This is unbelievable. 16 varieties with a 25-year shelf life, 2,000 calories a day in two beautifully modular uh, buckets that weigh 38 pounds total. These are waterproof, and they're perfectly stackable. Four weeks, a month. Now, be honest. Could you go a week without any trips to any store? I'm not talking about having stuff in your cabinet. I'm not talking about banana chips and jerky. I mean food, real food. So go right now to preparewithlionel.com. Right now, right this moment, preparewithlionel.com. Preparewithlionel.com. You'll thank me. Trust me. Now, a, a, a great question was asked by you. Where did this even come from? See, this is the beautiful part. Where did this even, how did we even get to this? Trump, this is the best thing that's ever happened to Trump. This case is a dog. This, I mean, all of the defendants, I wonder what, just think that Jenna Ellis, oh, she was, remember her? She couldn't wait. She would always push. Remember Joe DeGeneva and Victoria Tenzing? Remember the time when they had poor Rudy? Remember when he had his, that, that hair dye? They were standing in front of like a, 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 small engine repair place and porno shop or something. They call it the four seasons. Remember that? It was, it was like a joke and they're all standing up and Jenna Ellis moves right to the front, right to the front, pushing these people. I'm going to talk. God damn it. And then she turned on Trump. They didn't like her because she did. She, her fees weren't being paid. So anyway, so she pled to some stupid misdemeanor. I can't blame her. That has nothing to do with this. They're going to, she's going to keep her ticket. She's a lawyer. Uh, Sidney Powell, we're going to unleash the Kraken. The what? The Kraken. The Kraken? Is that like by Kraken? No, but the Kraken? You're going to release the Kraken. Okay. Whatever the hell that is. All right, release the Kraken there, uh, by Kraken. So they, they already pled. A bunch of people pled. And these the ones who hung on, this case is going to go. They're just going to throw this thing away. They're just going to kill it. Because remember what I'm saying. Imagine being the next prosecutor who says, I don't want this dog shit. Hell no, 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 I don't want this. No, but we need a special prosecutor. Well, you, I, no, no, you, you, you came up with this. And who was the genius who told this genius, Fanny Willis, racketeering? It's stupid. Listen, I know sometimes. And you're gonna and you're gonna find this. It's very rare where you could say, okay, there doesn't even exist, like in the Alvin Bragg case with, with Trump. Okay, so you didn't you you pay Dusty Saddles how much? And then maybe Cohen, your lawyer, actually he paid for it and you didn't rack it up as or didn't market or declare it as accounting. Okay, okay. All right, technically, yeah, but it's one. Okay, maybe. Okay. In the other case, too. Judge Engeron. Okay, maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the case. It's a law that Engeron followed and found um, Trump liable for $400 million. It exists. But this one? Racketeering? Racketeering? Think the Gambino crime family or, you know, the 
MS-13 or I don't know. Where did you, they don't know each other. The only thing, can you imagine if somehow Trump, now just stop for a second. Close your eyes for a moment. Close your eyes. Not that this would have ever happened, but imagine Fanny Wilson, Willis rather, or Fanny Wilson, Fanny Willis, cross-examining Donald Trump. Can you imagine? That would be something so monumentally incredible. I can't even, I can't even imagine. I don't, I just, just imagine that. And all Trump had to do would be like, and Fanny would lose her mind. He would just, you know, he would know how to hit those. Oh, it would be beautiful. That's the only thing. If there is a God and God says, is there anything like you can, you want, you want me to grant you a wish? Yes, God or genie or whatever. Could you please show me what it would be like in a trial with Fanny Wilson cross-examining Trump, full throttle, every TV on the planet. Forget the Super Bowl, forget, you know, whatever. Everybody would say, I got to watch this. She would lose her mind. She would lose her mind. And all Trump would have to do was say something like, Roll his eyes. Now, believe it or not, that that's judges give a lot of leeway. They can't say like be respectful as long as you don't raise your voice, uh, as long as you don't, you know, threaten somebody. You can get away with a lot of stuff because cross examination is supposed to be normally contentious. The judges recognize this. They recognize this fact. So Wade is thinking, oh no. And then the lawyer, I think his lawyer, he said, well, you know, there was a sexual bit. What? One of the witnesses was had to leave the firm because there were allegations of sexual abuse or sexual battery. This case, is there is there any? And then here comes Mr. Manbun with, with, with the Chia thing on his head. What the? And we still don't know, by the way, whether she had her, her dress on backwards. We don't know. I don't know how this works. But that killed me. I would think, I'm just saying in her defense, I think if you put, I've never put on a dress before, but I would think there is a part of the, the front, I think she would notice like, wait a minute, this is rather snug here. Oh, I've got it on backwards. I, I Whatever. Look, I don't know. I just thought that was funny. And the reason why this is funny, it's sad. Is because Fanny Willis just skated by through life. She just thought, I can do whatever I want. I am blessed. I'm a proud woman. And I'm going to go like this. And okay, all right. And nothing. I'm blessed. I'm just like Tiffany Henyard. She Tiffany Henyard's going to get indicted. I mean, they're, they're going to throw her ass in federal prison. If she keep if what it looks like you're shaking people down for a campaign. Oh no, 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 no. 
Oh, $300,000 to be the mayor of what? Some little village? This is this is nuts, but nobody will ever get to it. Thank God for Tiffany because people are watching this one. Remember at the time, remember Gary Connick? Remember that? Not Harry Connick. Gary, no, Condit. Condit, excuse me. Remember, um, what was her name? Uh, Chandra Levy. Remember that Gary Condit, Chandra Levy? At that time, uh, right at that moment, it was Robert Blake. And one, I think one, I think Blake took him off the front page or whatever it was. So Tiffany Henry, thank God, because remember, Americans can't do two things at one time. Americans cannot do two things at one time. Let me also tell you something, which is another story, which I, the the Navalny case. Nobody? Uh Look at this, Navalny. They're 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 trying they're trying their best to do this. Here is one, a sad case. Uh, uh, former YouTube CEO Susan Wojcicki, Wojcicki. Anyway, Wojcicki. Her son is found dead inside his uh, UC dorm room. Nineteen years old. It might have been drug abuse. Stop right there. Nobody knows what it is. Whether it's fentanyl, nobody knows anything. I just got to say, time out. Listen to me. Listen, parents, parents, stop for a second. We'll get back to Fanny in a moment. And you as well. You have got to tell your kids. You cannot do any drug today. Anything that you don't know where it's from. And as far as uh, illicit drugs, cocaine, forget it. Forget it. Just forget it. 19 years old, you lose your son over who knows what it is. And 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 these aren't bad people. These aren't bad kids. You you know, you try to experiment. There are people, look at the look at look at the Kansas City case. They just say, hey, we'll do a little blow or whatever. Who knows? Fentanyl, fentanyl, it's everywhere. I don't know if that's it, but please. Do not do it. And this isn't one of those, you know, uh, reefer madness warnings. This is legit. This is beyond horrible. Absolutely beyond horrible. But anyway, that's my public service. And believe me when I tell you, it's one of the best things you can possibly do. Now, let's go back and let's just talk about this. The commentary, the commentary about this has been let's make fun of Fannie Willis which is fun which is fun but the real story is simply this and I know this is and thank God Tiffany Henry there is a part of this which is very sad And I'm going to say this. Nobody's going to say this. Nobody's going to publicly announce this. It is an improper, incorrect, and and I've made this very, very clear. But they're going to say, see, this isn't about a certain prosecutor. This is a black prosecutor with her black boyfriend and her black this and black that. 
And this is what happens. This is the level. This is DEI, and this is affirmative action, and this is what happens when you let up, and then it starts to evolve. This is not about black public officials on trial. And then Tiffany Henyard comes along, and oh my God. And then Cori Bush with her boyfriend. Okay, wait a minute. Hold it. Before we begin, let me remind you of something. By virtue of the fact of the majority, white folks being the majority in terms of involved in politics, every form of complete and total corruption, the number one, listen to what I'm saying, the number one most evil, corrupt politician in American history, who do you think it is? Number one, absolutely cold-blooded, evil, criminal, evil, homicidal, you name it. Who do you think it was? Who? In American history. We've got an answer. we got the correct answer. You got it. LBJ. LBJ bar none from Mac Wallace. You know, his sister was her name, Josephina. I don't even know how that happened. There's a there's there's questions about whether they whacked his sister. What is her name? Spend some time. Okay, LBJ. She has a weird name. LBJ's sister. Uh oh, Joseph. Oh, Josepha. Josepha Johnson. I don't know. You ever seen this, Josepha? Uh, remember Mac Wallace? Uh, let me see. Josepha died of a brain hemorrhage on the 25th of December, 1961. Despite state law, no autopsy was conducted. 23 years later, uh, the lawyer Douglas Caddy wrote to Stephen Trott at the U.S. Department of Justice. In the letter, uh, Caddy claimed that Billy Saul Estes, LBJ, and Mac Wallace, and Cliff Carter had been involved in the murders of several people, including Josepha and John Kinzer. I don't want to get off into that, but... You think everybody's going to follow up through the Josepha Johnson? Hell no. So just let me go on the record. On her best day, you can take everybody who has ever, ever, ever been in office. Nobody gets near LBJ. Nobody. And this is Mr. Civil Rights, you know, the archangel of civil rights. That's the sad part. Now let's also go back to this one. Imagine old Clarence, I keep saying Clarence, uh, uh, Nathan Wade. There's Nathan Wade. Uh, Nathan Wade's, uh, can't wait to see what that judge is going to say. Well, Mr. Wade, how are you today? Yeah. Oh, and, and by the way, remember, Nathan Wade, this this. I've never seen, it makes you wonder, how did this guy pass the bar? How did he do anything? He went back after the fact and changed pleadings, it seems like, in his divorce case because because of privilege? No, privacy. Because I didn't want people to know what's going on. I heard this. I thought, wait a minute, I'm missing the story. They said, you went back to change it because of privilege, because of, of Fifth Amendment, right? Because you knew you lied. Oh, no, no, I didn't I didn't go back and, and redact or change. No, I did it because of privacy, because I didn't want this. You can't, 
you can ask a court, you can petition a court to, to be a John or Jane Doe. In some cases, you could maybe redact certain, I don't know how, this is a, this, you, you could seal the records, maybe. They just do whatever they want. It's like they're lawyers, but they just do whatever they want. I don't know. Whatever. I'm going to hire my, uh, my, uh, my lover, and you're going to come on here. You don't know what you're doing. And we're going to hire you, and you work at the firm, and they're going to kick your ass out because you've allegedly had sexual, I mean, sexual beat. And then, then the man bun comes in. It's like, what is this? And the whole case is just dissolved because of lie after lie after lie. And it all started with Fanny basically putting a big target on herself saying, I'm going to be an arrogant, I'm going to be careful with my words, an arrogant, uh, uh, arrogant termagant, and I'm going to go out of my way to become the most loathed and despised. I'm going to be a laughingstock, a joke. A joke. And she goes to black churches and says, yep, it's race. How dare you? Again, that's it? Is this some reflex mechanism? Is that it? Whenever something goes wrong, it's always civil rights. You're going to go to a Martin Luther King church? The oldest church, the black church, where people were... I'm not going to remind you of, of what black folks had to go through, but my... God, there's no shame, nothing, no shame, no, there's no, there's no, how do I say this? There's no sense of propriety. There's no sense of honor. There's no sense of anything. It's mind boggling. That's what this is about. And Trump is thinking, well, you got this one to take care of. And this, by the way, is serious racketeering. This case is going, they're going to laugh at this. Every time you see her, you laugh. She's a joke. And the New York Times, I think yesterday I saw something that said, she's earned earned favor because of people uh, who have said how she, she stood up to the onslaught of this. Stand by. Did you hear of that? How they said where you laid your head? Is this where is this where you and where did you lay your head? And where did you lay your head? It was interesting, poet, kind of, uh, kind of interesting phraseology. Well, you know where I lay my head on a my pillow pillow. Well, it is time yet again, my friends, to hail and salute our great friends at mypillow.com. And if you use promo code Lionel, you'll get a free gift. No purchase necessary. And yes, I know a free gift. It's a tautology. So sue me. But first, please listen. What are we talking about here? Down comforters, flannel sheets, Giza dream bed sheets, my pillow 2.0 sheets, slippers, percales, towels, quilts, bedspreads, mattresses, mattress covers, mattress toppers, linens, kitchen towels, bathrobes, name it, literally name it. Items to help you luxuriate and relax. And they're monster sellers, slippers, my slippers. That's right, slip-ons, moccasins. Think about it. What do they do at MyPillow? They make things real soft and plush and comfy. How perfect. Here's the link. MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel, or MyPillow.com slash Saladis or Virgil slash Lionel, or call 800-645-4965. 
And watch how fast Mike answers the phone. MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel, promo code Lionel, simply and absolutely the best. You know, uh, I also want to say something uh, that I always forget. And this, I remember during the, uh, during the course of the OJ case, you made me think of this. This is not the way courts are. This is not the way judges are. This is not the way prosecutors are. This is not the way. Um, this is such a a joke. Uh, she is. I've never this this sense of digging in, not realizing. Cut your losses. Admit to this. Oh no no no! I'm not going to admit. No no no! Admit to it. No 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 no! I'm not going to admit. I'm not going to admit to anything. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep pushing as far as I can because I'm entitled. I'm I'm angry. How dare you go ask me? How dare you? Everything she said, like she would volunteer. Remember when she says, well, I don't eat lunch. I don't, I never leave. I never leave for lunch. I never go off for lunch. I, I may have, somebody may bring me a, uh, I don't really drink wine. I'm a kind of a gray goose. She's like filling in. The, she thinks this is some kind of a a, a People magazine uh, interview. Lifestyles of the rich and arrogant. Is that it? She answered questions repeated. No, I just want to tell you why. This is what I'm going to say. Shut up. Here's the best part too. And this is Trump's attorney asking her. So let me get this straight. You had to leave your home. You had to go with, uh, or whatever her name is. You had to sublet this condo. Oh, yes. Because of, oh, because of the threats. Oh, those were terrible times. I remember my 50th birthday. I was, it was so terrible. It was so bad. Did you hear it also? She referred to her, I think her daughter is my baby. You heard that too? I mean, that's cute, I guess. My baby. Well, my baby was there. Well, my baby stared me. I made sure my baby was my baby, my baby, my baby, my baby. Is this Mr. Wade? No, my baby, baby. Your baby? You have a baby? Well, it's not a baby. It's an adult, but it's a baby. Okay, fine. So she said, you know, I, I had to stay. Uh, and I, I I don't know if her baby stayed with her, but she had to move out because of all the threats, you know, gangs and murder threats. But she left her father there. The old man can stay there. And he didn't want to leave because he was afraid of COVID. Well, how about lead poisoning from, you know, some drive-by, it doesn't even make any sense. So you moved out, not for your love shack with your boy toy there, Wade, who was recovering from the prostate or whatever. Not that. And by the way, did you have a, a security contingency there? No. You didn't have a, a security contingent there to, to women at this new home? Well, they they found where I live. Well, couldn't they find where this one was? All you got to do is follow you. It's not exactly the hardest thing in the world. The story doesn't even make any sense. I don't live. I'm going to leave my my beloved father there who was so worried, who taught her the golden lesson about always make sure you keep cash. At least six months of salary in cash. Not reserve fund in a checkbook. In cash. She cash apped to the, uh, for, for the rent, but not him. I mean, it's such bullshit. Pardon my French. It's just, it, it, it is, it is, it is, doesn't even make any, the story doesn't make any sense. Why did you get yourself in a lie? Now we're into, normally whenever you're in court and somebody were to lie or whatever, it's called a collateral matter. 
and nobody really wants to go there because it has nothing to do really with the case in chief. It's a collateral matter. It's something else. You brought this up. We were talking about this, but then you brought up this. And well, I mean, you don't really like Grey Goose. I know for a fact you don't like Grey Goose. So you lied about that. Well, that's a collateral matter. Well, okay, but you lied about something you didn't have to. Let's assume. Well, she's saying all these, these, this, this story is ridiculous. And the father is thinking, yeah, that's a good point. She left me there? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You mean there were gangs who were going to kill you? Yeah, people are going to kill you because of your police brutality cases and because of this, because of that, and the Trump thing. And you left me there? Yeah. Well, how do they know you're not there? What if they threw a bomb in the house? Or I don't know. The story doesn't make any sense. What about your baby? Did your baby stay with you? I don't think so. You didn't have a security group? No. I mean, this does none of it. And all of this was unnecessary if Miss Big Mouth kept her big mouth shut and stopped volunteering because she's just, she just said, you know, whatever I want. I just spew nonsense. I've never been told in my life to watch what I say. I've never had to watch what I say. I'm a big mouth, boorish, braggart, a braggadocious, uh, uh, blowhard, this arrogant, entitled, incompetent, this blowhard who just never got, just was going to skim through this and never got caught. And now the whole world realizes that I'm the most, not only an incompetent DA, but an incompetent liar, lying about stuff you don't have to. And she was insist. and the best part, I know you don't care about this, but when they invoke the rule of sequestration, how does she come back in and say, no, I'm going to clear something up here. Excuse me. How do you know what you're clearing? Well, I just, were you listening to this? No, I wasn't. Well, how do you know what was said? Well, I don't know. And then her lawyer is saying, I just spent, the whole reason is to quash the subpoena. And now you're going to talk? Well, what about, because you know what? I can't do that head thing. Maybe you could show me how to do that. I, you know, if, It's like Jerry Springer or something. It's this, this, this angry, like a Karen at the airport. This childish, boorish, brutish, bombastic, bilious, uh, braggadocious. This, I can do whatever I want. You don't know who I am. I'm Fannie Willis. Screw you. I'm not going to listen to you. You're not going to tell me what to do. I'm who I am because of what. It's. Uh, and Wade is thinking, shut up. Shut up. And he, they're not even doing it to anymore. That's what it was about. It wasn't about love. It was about, you know what I mean. Yep. So they're not together. He's thinking he's got to go back to the divorce court. And the wife's thinking, oh, this got real good. Hiding assets, uh, money. Oh, this is you lied, and wait until and you know somebody's going to be. They're going to be doing it. They're going to be making bar complaint after bar complaint after bar complaint. You lied in court. You lied to me. You lied here. You lied there. Gee, I mean this. This is just you. You can't. I never thought for. A moment. Yeah, talk to the hand. Remember that they used to do that? It was an expression, I guess. I never thought this would be this guy. I thought, okay, it's going to be interesting. You know, it's going to be kind of silly. Who knew? It just goes to show you in court, you never know.
You never know where things are going to go. You never, ever, ever, ever know how these things all of a sudden just surprise. You know, they're surprise, surprise. Wow. Don't you love this? But if only I could have seen Trump do this. If only I could have seen Trump. And Fanny, and, and she would have done it. But knowing her, she's probably so bombastic. Oh, I'm going to do the cross-examination of Trump. Okay. Okay. Now, friends, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go right now, right this moment, and I want you to go immediately, and I see immediately, to this link. This is Mrs. L's YouTube channel. Right there. This is the subscription link. This is Perfect. I want you to go there right now and I want you to sign up because what she's doing is stuff which is so important, more important than anything. Yes, and yes, exactly. Very good point. And share the information with your kids, caregivers, grandkids, anybody you know. This is about saving lives. Okay. This is not just some joke. And also, this is her YouTube channel. Let me just tell you where to go. This is Lynn's Wires. Uh, anybody who's not using X or Twitter is really not using their head. Okay. Share the content, honey. I'm telling you, share the content. All right. Did we have fun this morning? Gave you an hour and five minutes of my life. Do we have fun this morning? I love this. Am I a tour, Am I helping you through this as a tour guide, as a docent? Do you feel like you kind of understand what's going on a little bit more? Am I helping you out? Are you enjoying this? Do you feel every time that we talk, do you say, you know, I kind of dig, I learned something. I learned, I didn't know about that. That's all I wanted. That's all. Tell your friends. Subscribe to the channel. Bring them on. Tell them to come on. And by the way, when we get done with this, send this to somebody else. Send this. And don't forget, hand farts, everybody. Thank you. All right, dear friends, have a great and a glorious day. Remember, tomorrow is President's Day, and that means nothing, really. No banks, because we have no concern whatsoever for history, but I digress. All right, dear friends, we'll see you uh, tonight at uh, 7 p.m. And don't forget this: these final words, the monkey's dead, the show's over. Sue ya, ta-ta.